Welcome to Love Faith Hope Church, located at 1923 West 51st Street, Chicago, Illinois, 60609. Our phone number is 773-430-8091. Call a friend, call a neighbor, let them know what's going on right here in the city of Chicago as we declare our song of victory. Simply says, victory, victory, victory. Victory shall be mine. Come on, join me. You know it. Come on. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. I toss it on. Get me behind. Victory today is mine. Joy. my mouth and meditation on her be acceptable oh lord my strength and my redeemer the lord's prayer
God said, amen, amen, and amen. I'm going to ask Minister Shaw now to read our scripture lesson for today. Our scripture lesson comes out of 1 Thessalonians, the 5th chapter, 16 through the 18th verse. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word for the edification of our souls. The word of the Lord is already blessed. Let us pray. Father in heaven, as we prepare now to enter into the word of God, we ask that you would let there be light, decrease Felicia, and increase your spirit. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength, my redeemer. You preach, and I'll teach. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, and thank God. Just for a few minutes, I'd like to, and this is a very familiar passage of scripture, but for a few minutes, I'd like to talk from this topic, God's will for you. God's will for you. My youngest daughter, as she was preparing to go to college, and she applied to several colleges, predominantly um, black colleges. And she decided that she was going to either go to Tuskegee or Fisk. Of course, I was wanting her to go to Fisk, but she had a, an interest in animal science. So, of course, she wanted to go to Tuskegee. So she was accepted at Tuskegee and we went, I probably told you the story before, and she went, we went down there and we found her, her dorm room and we fixed everything up and got it straight and we got ready to go to the financial aid room and get her papers and her books and they said, well, I'm sorry, we don't see her financial aid here. I'm like, excuse me? We do not see her financial aid program nor her money, so what do you think we can do? And we can't continue without having this on record. So immediately I got nervous and my daughter, she was, she was small. She wasn't going to cry. She wasn't going to cry. I said, come on, let's do something. So I remembered that she also um, applied to Fisk University. And I called Fisk and I said, this is Felicia Campbell. I'm an alumni of class of 78. Don't tell me how old I am, okay? But anyway, class of 78, and my daughter uh, was going to attend this, but she changed her mind, and she's at Tuskegee. Do you have her financial aid package? And they say, yes, ma'am, we do. I say, well, can you immediately return it and send it to Tuskegee University? They say, yes, ma'am, we do, and we thank you for calling us. And I said, and thank you for being wonderful. About five to ten minutes later, I said, come on, baby, let's go back up there and talk to the financial aid office. We went up there, and I'm like, okay, check it now. And they says, oh, yes, it's here now. It's here. And she can go and get her books and her room and blah, 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 blah. 
and she had this big smile on her face, this big smile. But you know, I taught my children a long time ago how to pray, and she was standing up there praying, just God, please let it all be well, let it all be well, let it all be well. And it was so. She was happy. We walked to her dorm. I made sure she had her books. Okay, money. Of course, I put some money in her pocket. You know how that go. And she had a good time. And she came out four years later with a degree in animal science where she is now especially a teacher. And, of course, her love of all animals, she's working with that as well. My point is, it was God's will for her to go to Tuskegee and not Fisk. Now, I know that I had wanted her to go to Fisk and I wanted her to ex be excited because, you know, it's a lot of doctors over there, you know, medical doctors, because I was a med student at one point, one semester, and I went over to speech and theater because I'm not going to be getting, you know, dealing with those crazy, crazy notes, okay? Crazy nails and crazy um, words and, you know, huh, I'm not going to do that. Chemistry, algebra, trig, uh, no, I'm not there, okay? But anyway, she was determined to go to Tuskegee. And she told me before we left Chicago, she said, Mom, God, he gave me this idea, and I'm so excited. I know I'm going to really enjoy Tuskegee. And she did. But it's always, sometimes when God wants to give you his will and do something for you, the negative force always comes in, and that negative force threw my baby off, and I said, it's not going to happen today. So God's will is very important. And Jesus was trying to tell his people, and, 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 and um, Paul was talking to the church at Thessalonica, and he was trying to tell them, listen, rejoice in the Lord and be glad. Huh? And he was trying to tell them, stop basically complaining about what you don't have and be glad because if you thank God for what you already have, more will come. So God's will is important. And a lot of things you have asked God for and it has not come through because you were not ready for it. Or you did not approach God right. Oh, oh in other words, like, if you ain't going to do this, I'm going to do that. Ah, 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 ah. God's will is that you prosper and be in good health. So why would he not let you be happy unless there's something wrong with you, unless your mind has changed? Paul was trying to explain to the church at Thessalonica that God is who he is. And Jesus, got, he's got his place. He's going to take care of you. But there's some things you have to do. He's, his will is your will to be prosperous. And I have to keep saying that because so many people say, oh, I prayed and he didn't answer me. Well, okay, what did you do? Oh, I prayed and I got part of it. He's not a, a half God. He's not a God that will hurt you. He's a God that will take care of you. Whether you're good, bad, or indifferent, he still loves you, okay? So God's will for you. Talk, tell me more about God's will, Reverend Felicia. Okay, the first thing it says, rejoice and be glad. Rejoice. The word in there is joy, really, joy, okay? And, th and the reason it's joy is because he is proud of you because you are the joy of his strength because he made you and he knows what you look like, where you're going, and how you're going to get there. Isn't that something? You don't believe me? If you had a baby and your mama, you know, your mama's holding your baby and you said, this is my baby. This is a baby. I made this baby. Jesus is saying the same thing. I made you so uh, you already right. 
The joy of the Lord is your strength. You have joy. You're mine because you look just like me. You act just like me. I am yours. Long time ago, it was a song called I'm Yours, Lord. Huh? So, God's will is that you have joy, that you be joyous, huh? Knowing that He will take care of you. He's your creator. He created you, huh? Whether you're fat, skinny, in between, green eyes, purple eyes, whatever, He created you. And guess what? He's proud of you. You ever seen a father whose son, they look alike, and he says, huh, this is my son, huh? Or a daughter, and mom will say, you know, you look just like me, okay? So God is saying, uh, uh, my will is that you be joyful and, 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 and know that I made you because you are good looking. Now, don't go crazy. Don't say, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine. Leave me alone. Now, don't go there because we're all fine. Because, see, some people are very, you know, sedated, and some people are, you know, hey, that's just me. I'm the finest person on earth. No, you're not. We're all fine, okay? But what about those that don't look good? Hello, every day you don't look good. I'm stepping on somebody's feet. Anyway, God's will. Number one is that he wants to see you rejoicing. He wants you to be understanding that he created you. He's not going to make anything happen to you negatively unless you do it to yourself, okay? Secondly, faithful. Huh? Faith, people, Paul was telling them about being faithful. Faithful. For some reason, Christians, and I say it, and I hate to keep repeating it, but when Christians don't get their way, they're upset. They're ready to walk away and bite and cuss. Oh, yeah, I'm talking about Christians, huh? But Jesus wants you to be faithful to him, faithful to yourself, huh? Faithful to your ideas. Mm, you hear me? Faithful to your dreams, Faithful knowing that once you ask him, you don't have to keep saying, Jesus, don't forget this. Jesus, don't forget. No, Jesus is not like us because we will forget. Huh? I remember one time my oldest girl said, Mom, can you loan me $50? I'm like, sure, sure. And I forgot, always forgot because my money was low. I kept saying, Lord, I can't tell her no because my baby needs the money. Mama. I said, okay, here's your $50. And I said, Lord, I don't have $50. But it just so happened, just so happened that I got a check for preaching somewhere. And at that time, it didn't give you too much money. And I got a check for $150. I'm like, oh, my God, my baby can get $50. And in fact, I gave her $60. Well, 10 more dollars, okay. <laughs> but I made sure she got it, huh? I, 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 she was faithful to her work. She was faithful to her, her schoolwork. She was faithful knowing that she's going to go to school. I'm going to pass. I'm going to do this. I'm going to be that. I'm going to do this. And you have to be faithful. If you want something, you have to work at it. Huh? I wanted to be in radio. Huh? I wanted to be a doctor. Like I said, I could not give anybody any shots because I was not that type of person. But I wanted to do something different. So the Lord put radio in my ear. And thanks God, thank God to for Reverend the late Marvin Yancey and Milton Brunson. They took they took it upon themselves to help me and show me how to get into this uh, type of business. And I enjoyed it. And I was faithful in the radio industry. I'm faithful to what I'm doing in radio because I like it. Because God said, it is here where you can work for me. It is here where you can tell people who I am. Now, I did begin with gospel. And then later on, I started doing jazz. 
Yeah, I was doing jazz, but I didn't do it in Chicago. I did it in, in Nashville, Tennessee. But then I later came back and I was back to gospel. I said, okay, God, this is where you want me to do. And so this is what I'm going to do. So he wants you to be faithful to yourself and be faithful to him and, 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 and quit complaining. If it doesn't happen today, it's going to happen. And if it doesn't happen at all, it's because it's not time. Oops. See, we get nervous. Some of my friends all say, you get nervous too quick. You get, you get too excited. No, but I want it now, but you can't have it now. Hello, light bulbs. God is not going to just pop like that because you called him. He wants to see what you're going to do with yourself. Ooh. Mentally, physically, and spiritually. Mm. Come on, somebody. Sometimes we have a tendency just to just go there before we pray. Now, God, I've been praying for six weeks for this job. What happened? Duh. Leave it alone. It's on his agenda. And thirdly, and I, I don't know. I don't know why the Lord has me saying these things all the time. But he wants you to listen. I know you all are sick of hearing that. Give us something else. Give, give us some other deep word. Listen. A lot of people, they have not succeeded because they were listening to somebody else. I heard Reverend L. Sharpton this morning saying that one of his friends out of New York told him, oh, I'm not going to school. I'm going to be a, a big dope dealer. and I'm going to do this. I'm going to make more, more money than you'll ever see and blah, blah, skippy do. And Reverend L. just said, okay. He said, you're going to be a preacher. Oh, that ain't nothing. But guess what? When he got in trouble and put in jail, who did he call? He called Reverend Al Sharpton. And Reverend Al Sharpton helped him and worked with him. And somehow or another helped him get back on track. In other words, the man wasn't listening. He was listening to himself because all he saw was money. And more people, all they see is money. When you see money, you know what? You can see it and then it will go. Money don't last always, especially if you spend it every two minutes. Oh, I need a car. I need this. I need that. And and, and, and you got you want to have everything that's new. Well, sometimes it can't happen that way. You have to listen. Sometimes when you get older, you know, you say, huh? What you say? Huh? But he still speaks. And, and not only does he speak to you, by himself, but he will send somebody to you and speak. My my baby girl, I don't know if she's going to preach or not, but she gets deep sometimes. And I, we talk a lot. We talk every day. And she'll say, Mama, just be cool. Just be cool. Listen to God, Mama. God don't want you to do that, Mama. And I'm like, is this child? <laughs> mama, come on now, Mama. Thanks the way you do it, Mama. Mama, that, you didn't teach us that way. Mama, listen. And I'm like, ooh. Ooh. And then my granddaughter, who's eight, who thinks she's 38. Grandma, you hear what mama said? I'm like, oh, oh my God. And he doesn't have to say it to you, but he can say it through you by way of someone else. You have to listen. Because listen, everybody that you think is on your side, they're not on your side. Huh? They will tell you, why are you going this way? Why are you doing this? 
I don't think you need to do this. Why are you going? Why? What? When? Where? Who are you worshiping? Hello, that's none of your business. So you have to listen. This particular scripture this week, I was like, God, what, do I, what am I doing? I, didn't, I wanted to do something else, and he, he brought this text to me. And as soon as I listened and read it and read it and read it and read it and went to some commentary and got quiet and said, Lord, what do you want me to do? How do you want me to do it? And I just began to listen. And he said, tell them about my will, God's will for his people. I'm like, what? I didn't understand it, but it seemed to me that they would know this. But everybody needs to kind of get... Um, a little reassurance every now and then. So you have to listen. And finally, I'm going to be through. Mm, a lot of us don't want to do this. But you have to be patient. You have to, the scripture says, wait on the Lord. Now, this is where we all get in trouble. And I guess I've been trying to talk about it a minute ago. We don't want to wait. He is not your bellhop. You can't call him on the phone and say, come here and fix my bed. Or come here and do this. He is not your bellhop, your patience. You have to calm down. And you don't have to take no joint to calm down. Uh-oh, I'm talking to somebody. You don't have to take no whatever that pill is. You don't have to do that. You have to calm down. Talk to yourself and say, hold on, Jim Shoe. You, you, you can't do 13 things at one time. Hold on. One day at a time. You have to be patient. And, and, and there's so many Christians, I've heard them say to me, yeah, well, you know, I was going to church, but I asked God to help me out, and he never came through. And I'm like, how do you know he never came through? Is it because you didn't go through? Or is it because you were so in a hurry? It was because you said, well, uh, I'm scared of this. I don't want to be bothered no more. Well, who are you? Remember, Jesus had to take care of his problems too. And his son, was, as the son of God, he had to listen. <laughs> yes, he did. He had to listen. He had to listen. He had, he had to realize that he was made of and from his father. Huh? He had to realize that he had to have patience. He had to realize that you just can't do what you want to do when you want to do it. So today, mm, mm, mm. I hear you saying it now. I'm sick of hearing this because I'm tired of doing all this. I'm just tired. God wants you to do it right. And the only way to do it right is to let him do it. Hello. Huh? Rejoice. You know what? It's so exciting. I, I remember when Christmas time and we didn't have to write a letter to Santa. We just, you know, told Daddy, could you tell Santa to do this? And Mama tell Santa to do that. And <laughs> it was so interesting because they were like, okay, we got you. We got you. Then Grandma would be sitting there doing some crocheting. And I'm like, oh, Grandma, this is what I want you to do. She said, okay, okay. Now, what size you want, baby? All right. And Grandma, don't forget that, that doll. See, at that time, we didn't have Barbie dolls. We had what you call chatty Cathy dolls. Mm. In fact, we didn't even see that many black dolls, okay? Okay, we got you. 
But it was so interesting. We were so happy because we knew we were going to get it. We knew that I used to hear sometimes, I used to be sneaking, listening. I hear daddy and mom and grandma talking, granddaddy. Oh, that's too high. Grandma said, we going to get it. No, get something else, get a book. No, get that doll. And I learned and understood that as I got older, my children said the same thing to me. Whatever they asked me for, I, I tried to get it. I said, God, please make it, make it possible because I wanted them to be happy. I wanted them to be joyful. And I couldn't get everything. But it was my, my job to get it for them because they wanted it. And I said, if you do good in school and act right, mama got you. So work with yourself. God's will, he wants you to, to be, he wants you to be patient. Huh? He wants you to, 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 be, to know the joy of the Lord is your strength. You are made in his image likeness. You're just like him. So work with that. Work with being faithful and quit going from side to side, book to book, nut to nut. Huh? Know who you are and listen. And above all, please work with your patience. Wow. I know you're not God. I know you're not Jesus. And we are all human. Now, I, I have my moments. Come on, even as a pastor. Not, I'm, not, I'm not the only pastor to have. We have moments. All pastors have moments. We're like, oh, why is it like this? Why are people doing this? Why, 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 why? And you know what he say? Hush. He said, shh. And I could be looking at something out here. Some say, shh. I'm like, am I crazy? <laughs> I think y'all, what's wrong with you, Ram Campbell? Nothing. I'm just telling you the truth. God's will is that he wants you, and above all, he wants you to be happy. He wants you to be joyous. He wants you to make it. He wants you to have the desires of your heart, but you have to work with your heart. Huh? Maybe you need a, a spiritual heart surgery. Ooh. Mm. Mm. His will will be done if you allow his will. God loves you. God, God wants the best for you, Johnny Coleman used to say. He wants nothing but the best for you because he loves you. And I'm like, wow. I said, really? I don't care how long you've been in church. You can always learn something new and understand the way. God's will. I wanted to take piano lessons, and I was doing pretty good. But when the nuns started hitting my knuckles, Alberta, I had to stop. Because my knuckles was important to me. <laughs> and she had this, 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 it, was, it wasn't a, it wasn't a ruler, it was a long stick. Like from here to where the organ is. And she would hit you and, and I'm like, oh God, no. So I went home one day and I had my book and daddy said, how was it? I said, Daddy, she took a stick and hit my hands, and she does it every time we have class, and my hands hurt. <laughs> I clowned. I gave him a drama session, <laughs> okay? He says, okay, we'll tell the nun that you no longer want to take piano. I said, today I regret it, but see, I, I, I was young. I didn't know any better. Hmm? And I was, you know, I was kind of fresh. Hush, Bluebird, hush. <laughs> huh? But I said, well, Lord, here I am now older. I might consider going back to doing some more piano lessons. I could read, but I was lazy. Huh? 
And that's what God wants us to do. He said, I, you want to do this? I'm, I will. I want you to be a musician. I want you to be a preacher. Whatever you want to be, whatever it is, I want you to do this. But please do it right. Be joyful. Know that you're part of me. I'm, I'm, I'm rich and you're rich too. Huh? Be faithful to it. Keep working at it. Huh? Keep doing it. Stop thinking that you don't know. And listen to directions. And above all, be patient. It's not going to happen overnight. I'm talking to somebody. Maybe I'm talking to me. It's my will. <laughs> Alberta, bless you. <laughs> I want you to work with yourself this week. I guess you say, why do you always say this? Because, listen, it's a lot going on. A young lady I know this from Palestine. Her family is in Palestine. And we talked. And I, I, I felt just, I was just hurting. I said, oh, God, what can I do? What can I do? And, she informed me that she was Muslim. I'm like, I do understand that. And so we were talking. I said, well, give me your hands. Let's pray. Well, she hesitated. And I forgot that they don't do that. They, they you know. And I was not upset. So, but then she put her hands in my hands. And she grabbed my hands. And we prayed. And we prayed and we prayed. And she said to me, thank you, Miss Carol. Thank you so very much. I feel so much better. And when I talked to her this past week, she said, my family is still in Gaza, but they're okay. I said, we're not going to stop praying. I said, God's will is important. And whatever he's going to do, he's going to do. He made those people. Huh? He made them. Uh -huh. And they're faithful to their religion. They're faithful to him. They're listening to him. And they're not afraid. Their patience. I know it's getting deep but they're going to make it. It is my prayer, my prayer rather. I get excited when I talk fast. And my prayer that you do God's will, that you listen for God's will. Please, sir, please, ma'am. And teach your children the same way. Every time they ask for something, don't give it to them. Oops. Come on now. Come on, grandmas and granddads. My grandchildren already gave me their list. Most granddaughters, she had a list, so I just kept, couldn't write no more. <laughs> but you know how we grandmas and grandpapas do. You know how we are. But God said, help me, Lord. Help me. Help me. <laughs> help me, God. And sure enough, after she got on the phone, I told her mother, I said, okay, I want to get her this and I want to get her that. And uh, I want to get her this. She said, mama, just one at a time. One thing, mama. I'm like, okay. And that's my oldest daughter. I said, what do they need? Mama, it's okay. What do they need? Mama. God's will <laughs> is that you be joyful. Rejoice. You be faithful. You listen. And you be patient. Father, in the name of Jesus. Woo! You taught us something today. We thought we knew what we were doing, but we realized that your will is for us to be joyful, faithful, Always, always listen and be patient. Thank you, God. Someone out, out, out there right now is, is concerned because they want to know why you haven't gotten it to them so soon. Let them know that peace is there. Just be calm because you're already working it out. Somebody's been sick for a long time. They want to know, where are you? Let 
let them know that healing is already in progress. Somebody's looking for a job and they say, I've been trying. I don't have an education. Can you help me? It's coming your way. Somebody has education and say, I don't have a job. What's wrong with me? Change your attitude. God wants to see the joy in you. He wants to see the faithfulness that you have, not only for yourself, but for him. Are you faithful? Are you listening? And above all, how is your patience? Thank you, God, for teaching us your will. I'll take care of the sick, the shut, and the bereaved families everywhere. Those that are going through something, bless our sisters and brothers in concentrate. Bless those, God, that are homeless. Bless our migrants. Bless our world. Take care of our bishops, our pastors, our president. Take care of the Carter family. All those who have lost loved ones, God, thank you for being with us. Thank you for showing us that you're still in charge, irregardless to what the circumstance is. In Jesus' name we pray.
singer but every now and then when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me and sometimes things you want for you are not ready for them so remember that mm, some about the Lord is mighty sweet some about the Lord is mighty sweet eyes have seen ears have heard some about the Lord is Oh, there's something about the Lord that's my sweet. Something about the Lord that's my sweet. Eyes haven't seen, ears haven't heard. Something about the Lord that's mighty sweet. Let me let you go. I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't gonna hold you. God bless you. Listen, go to our our, our website, lovefaithhopechurch.org, and see what we are doing. We're trying to get some toys for Christmas. We gave out so many turkeys. All right, then. Okay. We gave out so many turkeys this past Thanksgiving. I'm very, very excited. Thank you to my crew. Thank you so much for being kind to me, David, Eddie, Bert, uh, Marva, and to also to Zandra. And I just thank you. And Melinda, I've also thank you so very much for being so kind to us. And who else now? Dave and Eddie. Oh, yeah, I got to call you all. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, David Cheeks and Eddie Drummond. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being so kind to me. Now listen, check us out. There is a, a donate button if you're interested. Please don't forget us. Just give whatever's good for you. And if you can't do it, pray for us and we'll pray for you. Now remember, God's will for you, God's will for you is joy, faithfulness, listen, and patience. Work with that this week. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you until we meet again. For we know that we are God's special creation. Nothing or no one can harm us. Because he lives, we can face tomorrow. This day is a divine order and so are we. Come on, let me touch you. Come on, I fear you. I fear you. I fear you. You're going to be all right. In Jesus' name we pray in the name of the Father, the name of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go in peace and serve the Lord. God bless your consciousness.